Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the poor in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people rely on you and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Gospel of the Lord. Remembering him as mayor and all the things that he did 
done something with her eating children. And this was a young African-American woman who was recounting her experience with the mayor. And it started, I think, when she was in fifth grade. She found her somehow, found out that she was a child of a single parent, a single mother. And he kept track of her all through her grade school years in high school. And then he made sure that she got into college, got her degree, and after she finished college, he invited her to come into his office as an intern. And as they were talking with her, she said, she welled up and said how he had transformed her life. He made all the difference in the world for her. Her life would never be the same. That was grace. And the instrument of grace might be a surprise. That was God's grace. For me, one of the marks of sainthood in this life is simply being the instrument of God's grace. Too often we associate the sainthood with perfection. None of the saints were perfect. We know that it's impossible to be perfect in this life. We will always fall short, even in our best intentions. And it's especially bad when you try to do something good and it backfires. How does that happen to us? So, sainthood has really nothing to do with perfection. And I think we need to be careful thinking that this is sainthood is something that we conjure up. Sainthood is also a gift of God. And it's a gift from God because. We are the ones that transmit that gift of the form of grace. Now, saints don't always look like what we might expect the saints or speak like we would expect the saints to speak. I'm sure that some of you have heard uh, Kristen Tibbetts on uh, Sunday show last week on TV. And on that program, she interviewed Nadia Wolf's Weber. Nadia Bolz-Weber is a Lutheran pastor in Denver. She's the founding pastor of, of the House for All Sinners and Saints. And it's, a, it's a, a church that is looking at how we might be church in a different way. But they are entirely Lutheran. Their theology is Lutheran and solid, and they are truly a Christian church. There's no question about that. They describe themselves as an urban liturgical community with a progressive and deeply rooted geological imagination. Nadia grew up in a fundamentalist family, a Christian family. But she rebelled against that. She became a comedian to stand up comedy. And I have to say that the bit of she presents herself is still a stand up comedy. <laughs> she has a great sense of she eventually became addicted to drugs, and her life was in a very bad place. And she said that something amazing happened to her. She said it was as though God picked me up off of the path that I was on, and he put me down on an entirely different path. She said it wasn't easy. You can imagine that it wasn't easy having to get off of drugs and to redirect her entire life. Well, she became a Lutheran minister. And I've often wondered if you would have made it through the process of the Episcopal Church because you uh, have to think about who she was who she is. Not yet doesn't fit the mold. She has spiked hair, 
wears tank tops and jeans pretty much all the time. She has tattoos nearly everywhere. She has one tattoo on her arm that was a liturgical ear. And she's getting a big tattoo on her back of the Annunciation of Mary. How wonderful is that? <laughs> and the first word in her most recent book can't be spoken on the radio. Her language is pretty tough. But Nadia is a saint. She's a saint because she has made a place for people who come to church at no place for them. She has opened the doors of the church for people who have never come into a church. And when they come there, they find love, they find peace, and their future is God's And they're reminded as we must be, that all of us are part of the saints and part of the That's who we are. But God never fails to use us, even though we are part of it, because God always sees in us the same that we are. I think we need to hold on to that today. God gives us so much. God pours out so much grace upon us. But God also enables us and gives us the privilege of passing grace on to others. Well, today we have the uh, serendipitous convergence of our pledge in the and the observance of all saints. And it's a wonderful thing, really, because in our pledge in we're giving back to God through the church part of God has entrusted us with. And that's important because it's important for the mission of the church for all that this church does. But I think that more than that, we need to remember, especially on these All Saints Sunday, those who have gone before us, who have been so important in our lives, who have made such a difference in our lives, and for whom we give thanks today. But even more than that, to remember that we too are saints, that we too are instruments of God's grace, that this church is an instrument of God's grace. It may not always look like it, it may not always sound like it, but it is true. We are here to extend God's grace to others. Perhaps some of you are familiar with the daily email that comes from the monastery called uh, Brother, Give Me a Word. If you don't receive that, you might want to go to the monastery website, just Google SSJ, and you'll find a place there and they're wonderful little bits of reflection on what word. You know that uh, yesterday was Bishop Tom Shaw's funeral. And this morning when I read uh, the word which was being reflected on, it was by Brother Kurt Sommers. And the word he was writing about remembrance. So I'll read what he said because I think it's so relevant to where we are today on All Saints Sunday. How wonderful it is to be remembered, and especially remembered by those who know us and understand us, and who hold us in their heart, whether these people actually be alive on this earth, whether they have died and are in some way still alive in Jesus Christ. Somehow, their remembrance of us bridges the gap between this life and the next. Helping in some way pave the way for us and 